And welcome back to Pastor Plex Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Plex, recording live from Austin, Texas. So glad that all of you are joining us from wherever you are in the world. In fact, if you wouldn't mind letting us know where you are listening from, text us in at 737-231-0605, just with like listening to you from Australia. We'd love to hear from you. And in studio with me once again is none other than Ava's mom, Mrs. Katie Sass. Welcome back, Katie. Thank you. And also John Milton, uh, currently unemployed. It's me. That is true. <laughs> well, John, we actually are going to talk about that. Like how, I think you asked the question, asked the question you just asked when we were, you know, before the podcast. What before the podcast, I said, so do Christians seek employment differently from than non-Christians? That's, there a, a, that's a great question. You've been a Christian now for how long? Three whole months. Three whole months. And so he doesn't know. So let's just... Let's just take this across uh, the spectrum here. Katie, what do you think? Is, does a Christian look for employment any different than a non-Christian? I would assume, yes. Um, man. Uh, I mean, Christians should probably do things differently than everyone yeah. when it comes to anything. Sure. Um, but I want to say it comes down to like what you can handle, you know, because if you work for like a liberal company that's going to have a lot of like be- concepts that are very different from Christianity, mm. would you be able to handle that surrounding? That kind of blending, you mean? <sighs> no, but like, would you be willing to be like a... A light in the dark. Yeah. Like, mm. would you be willing to just stick out like a sore thumb because you're going to be different. You're not going to agree with everything that this company agrees with. Sure. Um, but are you going to be able to do that respectfully and kindly? And and it's like anybody is going to, you can say something respectfully and you can, you can do anything with kindness. And there's still going to be somebody that thinks you're, a mean or a bigot or whatever it is. Sure. There's still, I mean, you can state Being facts. Being offended is extremely marketable. You can state facts these days <laughs> and you're, yeah, and you're a bigot. And yeah. so um, that's just the world that we live in now. But it's when we built. That's like kind of, <sighs> that's kind of like I what I want to say, but then, because it's so much easier. Like I'm going to be working at Ava's preschool right. in how the did fall. You choose, how did you choose going to Ava's preschool? It's a Christian preschool. Um, we, I love the, the teachings. They, they teach her, you know, to pray. Like she will pray for dinner now. Aww. She like, and there are songs that they learn. She knows how to share the gospel. Like there's just, it's so sweet and so fun. And so I was like, oh, what a fun place to work. Sure. To get to openly talk about Jesus at school yeah. and not have to like, cause whenever I taught, I would talk about Jesus, but I couldn't like, I couldn't infiltrate it into lesson plans or things like that. Right. And so I don't know that there's like a policy for Christians. Like no, there is, a, there, there is one verse. Do not be yoked with an unbeliever. Mm. So Doesn't that just mean marriage? No, it actually oh, it doesn't? primarily means business. And then the second, <gasps> the, the, like the, if it means business, then of course it means marriage because that's the ultimate business relationship. Sure is. Oh, I totally thought it just meant don't marry an unbeliever. Yeah, it's kind of wild. So let's let's go. Do not be yoked with unbelievers. Let's go find that verse. It's 2 Corinthians 6.14. Let's talk about it. And I, I think this is something that when I read it, you'll kind of go, huh. 
All right, ready? We've spoken to you freely, Corinthians. Our, whole, our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you're restricted in your own affections. In return, I speak as to children. Why in your hearts also? Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? <clears throat> or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does our believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will make dwelling among them and walk among them and I'll be their God and they shall be my people. So okay. is what I said wrong? No, what you said is right. Um, so you don't want a partnership. So do you know, um, you don't want to be a co-owner of a business with a non-believer because mm. oh. you are then yoked to them. Okay. Ah. Like, so if you, uh, if, I, if you go work for... Um, because that would be hard to run your business because your beliefs are probably going to be different. Right, it's 100% different. So you working at, um, let's just say you worked at Apple. Well, you can always leave. Sure. Right. You're, right? You're, you're, not, you're, you're, you're not yoked. You're not stuck. Sure. That, whatever company you just left, you, you weren't, obviously you weren't stuck at it, right? Yeah, being an employee means you can kind of go when you want. Right. So, but if you're an owner, if you own a business and you're someone who owns a portion, like, hey, I'm looking for investors, and yeah. I get an investor who's not a Christian, mm-hmm. then the strings that are attached are going to be mm-hmm. darkness. Mm-hmm. So th- this gets into entrepreneurship. Sure. So, um, like, you could hire a non-believer. Mm-hmm. You couldn't ask a non-believer to be a partner. Does that, does that, I think yeah. I'm, I'm making myself kind of Yeah, clear. that makes sense. Because I do, I do weddings for right. non-believers. Of course. Sure. Yeah. You're going to do tons. Of, you're going to be employed by non-believers. Would you bake yeah. a cake for a non-believer? Oh, yeah. 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 What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you, talking, are you talking about yeah, when talking the— about, So yeah. it was the gay couple that yeah. came in. Right. And they sued the cake— business yes. because they didn't want to didn't provide cake. a business. Well, I mean, that's the same for me. I mean, I wouldn't photograph a gay wedding. Right. right. Oh, interesting. And yeah. I wouldn't officiate a gay wedding. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it. So, yeah. So, there, there are certain things that you've got to be... Yeah, and, and that is Even more the threat of, of litigation wouldn't stop you. No. Good. Yeah, I, I think that that... Yeah. The litigation part would not. I feel like at this point you're you can be sued for just about anything. You sure can. Um, but let's, going back to that, uh, the thought of like, so here you are. The big thing to remember, you know, kind of like how do I, how does a Christian look for a job? So, you know, so one thing is remember, don't be an unbeliever. So then the second thing is we've talked about God's word, God's spirit, God's people all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So God's people, it says, look out for the house of God first. Take care of Christians. Cool. So if there is a Christian who wants a job and you know about it, uh, you should be looking to help them make connections, um, go meet people, um, which is why I, you know, I said, hey, here's a Bible study I want you to go to. Check it out. You'll meet people and, and then start networking. So mm-hmm. yeah. Because inevitably, Christians want other Christians to succeed. Mm. Because if Christians right. are succeeding, then as a whole, what goes around comes around. I mean, I don't want to get into karma, but just like that, you sow a seed. The body of Christ is stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, you're going to be blessed by it. Mm. And especially if you get, if someone helps you, then you help them. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So you want to start there with other Christians. And then um, whenever you send your resume out, I think that's the part that looks no different. Work hard, um, put a good cover letter on. Uh, you know, do the do the basics to make sure that you 
uh, can stand out as an um, as an employee, mm. uh, but look to join. You know, this work doesn't really matter. Look to do something you're passionate about, and where you can represent your faith um, sure. without having to hide it under a bushel. Oh no, mm-hmm. I'm going to let it shine. Very right? Good. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So, John, in in this season, what are you looking for? I am looking for more. I mean, stuff I don't know. Right. Um, what do you mean? Well, my buddy Austin, who was featured in my previous story in the last episode, mm-hmm. uh, go look that one up. Um, that he's he's an entrepreneur. He's self-employed. He's right. a, he's a fly around the world and consult. Yeah. Type thing. I would like the idea of a consulting situation. Everybody just, wants to be a consultant, though. Really, I hear that. Yeah. And you know why, right? I don't know why. So consulting is you. Get, everyone listens to you, but you have no responsibility. Like if the company completely bombs, wow. like you just get to walk away. Got it. Like, oh, well, didn't work out. All right, next company. And, and, and it's not bad. I mean, because, man, I, I've definitely, I love listening to people. But the, the beauty of being a consultant is when, whether your, your advice is taken or not, you still get paid. It's kind of great. Sure. In fact, there's a lot of pastors. Like the thing right now for pastors, <laughs> it's, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's just, Sort of sad, really. Uh, which I guess I shouldn't be laughing, but maybe that's what I have issues. Anyway, what happens with, through COVID, pastors quit left and right. Really? Oh my gosh, they quit. And then, so what they want to do now is I just want to pastor pastors. And so what they want to do is consult pastors and help them in their ministry where they're already on the same team. They're not having to go to, because, um, you know, People at church can sometimes be mean. I don't know if you guys knew that. And so what happens when enough people are saying mean things to you, you're like, I'm taking my ball, I'm going home. I'm going to go to the people who won't be mean to me. And other pastors who are paying you for their help aren't going to be mean to you because then you can just move on somewhere else. Uh, does that make sense? So it does. You, what happens is it's like, you know, you've heard it. The, those who can't do teach, you know, it's kind of that. Um, but that's where I feel like a consult, not that, there's anything wrong with being a consultant because it's a great gig if you can get it. Sure. Um, but that's kind of where I think about it. I get it. Yeah. It's, uh, he was told me it was the sort of thing I'd have to plan to build over two years. Right. And do a lot of nothing in between. Yeah. We'll probably, unfortunately, we'll get employed and do that on the side and wait till it starts bearing fruit. What's your ideal job? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, talking into a microphone. And getting paid for it. Yeah. You do have a great radio I voice. do have that, don't I? You should be like, you could be like the... Uh, just apply at radio uh, station. I should apply. My my hope was I would just sound so great, someone would hear my voice and go, hire that man now. Yeah. Hire him. Find him. Find like him now. It doesn't happen. And I don't want to do any work. Mm. Like I don't, I don't want to do... You could do like, I mean, even Mrs. Katie Sass over here could probably hook you up with like... Uh, in the creative arts culture, there's voiceover gigs all the time, mm-hmm. and you like you mm-hmm. like you do a voice sampling, and then someone picks you, and then you do. A- you could read audiobooks. Yeah, I could do that. Like the people literally do that for a living. They and make lots of money. Lots read- of. I hear there's no money in it. Well, I don't. I, don't I know. hope I've been misinformed. Misinformed. I have. I have no idea, but right I do know that people. Right That's true. I don't need a lot. Get jobs where they read someone else's book or they read someone else's story, sure. and that's like, like they're just the voiceover. On I mean, the I can do that. You know, I've if you want, I can give you a couple books to read, and you can make it your own little voiceover. Yeah, and then you can just have your um, work out there. 
That's true. Yep. Like a portfolio, yeah, you'd portfolio. say? Yeah, I don't know if that's the direction you want to go. But... Are you saying yearbooks? Are you going to give them yearbooks? <laughs> I was that's like, hilarious. Very casual. I have a couple of books <laughs> I might. <laughs> that's funny. This photo is of Doan Johnson. His hair is this color. Amazing. Like, I feel like you could definitely do well. Yeah. Like, I should. With, is with that an what audio you want to do? Like, something. would you want to do that? Well, you know, Kevin, what could, what you, know, Kevin you, the you know, Kevin Conroy, right? Uh, no. Kevin Conroy. Back in the 90s, there was an animated Batman series uh, that everyone loves. Yep. And Mark Hamill is the Joker. And Kevin Conroy was that Batman voice. Mm. Kevin Conroy is no longer with us. Oh, sad day. Yes. Which means I have shoes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. So I feel like this is where you need to engage God's spirit mm, and say, more. Lord, where are you leading me? Mm -hmm. yes. Then come up to somebody like uh, us, who's God's people, and say, uh, hey, is this, do you feel like this, this would be a good fit for me? And people who know you well would be like, absolutely, you should do voiceovers. And then you go to God's word, and then we go, hey, make sure you're not yoked to an unbeliever. And that's how that works. Right. Because so, he the, might put you in a company that's not Christian-based at all sure. to be Light. a missionary. Well, because you've, you've already been doing that for a while. You were in a non-Christian company for like forever. I've been. I've never checked in on any company's faith. That's never been a bullet point. I'm like, make sure they're this. It's like, will you pay me to do things eight hours a day? Cool. Let's, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Easy. Uh, but now that's that's a new thing to consider. And now it's like also a look. You know where it's going to go if you don't. So, of course, I'm going to keep that in mind. Right. Also, the notion of, of turning down work on a principle is, makes me sound important. So, <laughs> I'm all about it. It's, it's all that matters. I'll tell you what, though. The thing that really took, scared me away from the, the voice acting thing is that being told most people don't make it, don't worry, it's too much work, you're going to get paid nothing for a while. And I, I look at that and go, well, then I, don't, I won't try then. Yeah, that seems silly. It does. Because if you have to spell it out, it sounds really like, it's like a you know, Michael Jordan, you could say to Michael Jordan, like, you know, most people don't make it in the NBA. You should probably quit. You didn't make your, like, when you were a sophomore and didn't make your varsity team. Most NBA players made their varsity team when they were freshmen. So mm. you probably have no chance. And he's like, there you go. And then he got air. He got air. So go watch the movie. Uh, so I think that's, I think that's where you're at. Like, I think you need to kind of. Yeah, it's probably applying a bit more faith into the notion of employment would get me further. Yeah. yeah. Love it. All right. Well, what else? Uh, Ms. Case asks, so you're, you have two careers going on here. You have your photography business and what else do you have? Oh, so you have your, sorry, you have your first foundations business and then your photography business. Yeah. So I basically wanted to take a break from weddings. Why? There's just a lot of work in this season of life. And I, I actually recently um, upped, like way upped my wedding prices. Nice. Mm. So that if I do, you know, want to do a wedding, then I'm at least getting paid a lot more than I was before. That's good. That's good. Because in this, I don't know. It's, in this economy. Just so, <laughs> there's just a lot of work with a three, also being a mom. Yeah, you know, sure. Like when my, when my main priority is motherhood, then when like six weddings in a span of three months takes my attention. It's just, and then on top of like other jobs, you know, cause I don't just do weddings. I also do family sessions. I do birth sessions. I do newborns and family, yeah. like all of the things. And so 
um, yeah, I just wanted to be able to work somewhere where I could go to work and then come home and not bring any of it home. Yeah. Like That's be smart. home and, and be present and then be at work and be present there. Yeah. So if someone wanted to pay you way too much money for your photography, where would they go to visit your site? Katie Sass Photography. With a C. Dot com. C-A-T-I-E-S-A-S. Dot com. Photography.com. Oh, Katie Sass Photography.com. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, make sure you go and support her so that she can be home with her uh, sweet Ava. Uh, so let's talk more about though, really dis- discerning this will of God thing. I think I think it's so important to kind of wrap your head around this, whether it's career, whether it's marriage, whether it's children, whatever. It's God's word, God's spirit, God's people. And so, like we said, just this one thing: like God's word says, "Don't be yoked to an unbeliever." God's spirit says, "I want us to do um, what God is calling us to do." I feel like this I'm drive so my spirit. Mind blown that that's not just talking about marriage. <laughs> Isn't that cool? I'm still like, wow, all this time I all thought facets of your life. Just meant don't date a non-believer. No, well, no. that's that's the you know we we get introduced to faith at a young age, most of us. Yeah. yeah. And when you're introduced at a young age, it's like, well, but why? And they're like, just. Okay, do you think this one slice of this and take it to heart? Great, done, solved. <laughs> and then you'll learn the rest later because you can't stick it all in your infant head. Yeah, because, I mean, I got saved when I was 20. 20. And Super so young. when I'm 20, what are 20-year-olds thinking about? Dating. Getting married. Dating, dating and getting married. Dating and getting married. And, and married. So, so said, don't be unequally yoked. You're like, ah, oh, damn. Yeah, and so I literally, like, and I remember being so depressed because my ex-boyfriend wasn't a Christian. Right. Mm. I remember and I was so depressed that I could never get back together with him unless mm. he was a Christian. Like I was like, literally like felt like there was no other options. Like I just was no like, other humans. Wow, I'll never, I'll never be able to be with him because nope. he's not a Christian. And mm-hmm. I just felt it was devastating, mm. you know, and I then I got over him and, and it was fine. So I mean, he was actually Jehovah's witness. Yeah. Well, his family was Jehovah's witness. Right. But he didn't really care about. He just Clearly. didn't celebrate. He didn't celebrate his birthday or Christmas or any holidays. Yeah. Mm. But we lived together, and um, we were definitely of- not living in purity. And like, so he didn't give two two craps about. Oh, but he didn't celebrate religion. the holidays. Way to go! Yeah. Like that. I mean, that was his one ticket to say I'm Jehovah's Witness, but. Uh, yeah, still, I'm still having sex and doing all kinds of other things. It's, so. it's interesting to me, like, you know, and I think that's how a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. We, when it comes to the gospel, we do what we already like doing. Like, most men don't want to celebrate anything. It's like, true. They would just be content with, like... I'm going to celebrate my birthday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can celebrate yeah, my birthday right. for me, and I'll yeah. take part. But yeah, I'll just... be like, yeah, if you want to throw a birthday party, I'll show up, I guess. Right. But no one, but, but guys just don't think of, like, let's throw this amazing party. Yeah. Uh, and so that was an easy thing that he already let, sort of liked, and then Jehovah's Witness reinforced it. It's like it's, now it's a religious thing. But sex outside of marriage, wow, man, that's crazy. You know, it's yeah. weird how we'll pick, I mean, we just pick stuff, and yeah, it's what and that's you just why the, pick uh, what makes sense to you. Yeah, we, the gospel offends everyone everywhere. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, anyway, so I, mm-hmm. I I do appreciate that, um, and I'm glad you didn't marry him. And I'm glad you made Ryan. Too. He's way I'm better. So, he's way better. <laughs> he Even though this weekend, I told him, I said, sometimes you're just such a pain in the ass. Like, and <laughs> yeah. I, and he laughed. From a place of love. Yeah. It's not like he, he wasn't mad about it. But, no. but then I was like, but I am too. So I can't get mad at you for like, 
Land the, the plane on that one. And so we laughed, and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's great. He's so great. Well, all right, you ready for my <laughs> marital drama? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so a sweet person at our church. People give me stuff, and I, listen, I am not against people giving me things. I'm actually very for it, so thank you for all the people who give me stuff. But someone gave me a, a vacuum. Now, it may not have been a very good vacuum, and the person may have found it a dumpster, but I still received it because I was like... Are you yeah. telling me this vacuum sucked? Totally. But that's sweet. It was sweet. It's sweet. It was sweet. Okay. I, I was super grateful. I said, oh, thank you. You know, I'll take it. That's so thoughtful. And, you know, Adrian likes cleaning. And then, so. Yeah. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so this morning I got a text from Adrian. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and she says, this thing sucks. And she goes, uh, what is this crappy vacuum? Where did it come from? And I just gave her like the the smiling, sweating emoji. Face the, there you go. Uh, it says a lot. Oh, anyway. So then she wrote a whole lot after that. That was not quite as <laughs> encouraging. <laughs> or godly. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I mean, I think that you're always going to run into those sort of situations. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I probably should have thrown it away earlier. But... I just, you know, I received it. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, I don't know where we're going with all that. <laughs> Be yoked to a believer. That's the important thing. Yeah. Yes. To remember. Not all to right. a vacuum. Uh, any, <laughs> hey, listen, if you're wanting to, to, to subscribe, please do. Just like, boom, like us, share us. Um, it's not that we need an ego push, but uh, people have t- actually said that this has been helpful. And uh, the more that you like it and Actually. the more that you share it, the more that people get out there and hear more of God's word explained in a way that maybe they can understand. We talk faith, culture, everything in between. So mm-hmm. ask us some hard questions. We're ready to deal with it, especially if you want to know what your career is. If you want to kind of go down that uh, path and help us, want us to investigate that more, we'd love to answer those questions. So text us at 737-231-0605. Go to pastorplek.com. We'd love to hear from you. So from our house to yours, have an awesome week of worship.